Hello and welcome to Soilmates, the podcast for plant lovers by plant lovers. I'm your host Khadija, recording from my urban jungle in Lisbon, Portugal. Throughout the episodes, I will be talking to plant enthusiasts from all over the world. They will be sharing their stories with their soilmates, from the crush and the sweet honeymoon times, all the way down to the rocky road with all its ups and downs and finally to the everlasting love. This is episode 4. Let's say hi to our guest and find out where he's from and what's the name of his soilmate. Hi, my name is Alex and I am a Greek plant parent living in Vienna, Austria. My soulmate is my big Monstera Borsigiana and we have been together for just eight wonderful months. This week we went to Vienna, one of the cities with the highest quality of living. Vienna has been voted the most livable city in the world many times over. And three of the reasons are of course plant-related. It's parks, the Vienna woods and it's vineyards. I've been following Alex for a few months now. He was born and raised in Greece and moved abroad nine years ago. He has a PhD in paleontology. How cool is that? Just like Ross from France. Opposable thumbs. <laughs> Without evolution, how do you explain opposable thumbs? And Alex is currently working as a science communicator, which is even cooler, because now he's contributing to raising awareness of science-related topics. Now let's hear from Alex about the origins of his love for plants. My love for plants and nature in general was definitely sparked by my grandma and her garden, which was by far the most prominent scenery of my childhood. Full with roses, geraniums, carnations and daisies, but also fig, pear and plum trees, as well as a big variety of vegetables, grandma's garden was a literal horn of plenty for the whole family and a dirty playground for me. Wow, that sounds like heaven. Years later, moving abroad to pursue my academic career in a big European capital definitely put this love on a pause. And as many people, the opportunity arose again during the lonely and stressful pandemic times. Even though I have a few plants in my possession for more than six years, I would still consider myself as a quote, pandemic plant parent, end quote. I would say that it started with the Calathea orbifolia, rest in peace, which was brought in the apartment by my partner. And even though the plant was beautiful and each new plant looked so unique and amazing, it was the plant care bit that got me hooked personally. I found so fascinating how different houseplants had different needs. Being a researcher, I started learning about my plant's origins and native environments, ideal growing conditions and indoor care tips. And the rest is history. Taking care of plants is the most rewarding experience. Each new leaf is a great validation and each flower is a celebration. Needless to say how soothing watering and wiping and pruning is. Plant care is self-care! Exclamation mark. Plant care is self-care. I'm totally with Alex on this one. Plant care moments definitely make me slow down and help me manage my stress and my anxiety. And then, very quickly, plant care becomes stuff to share. And by stuff to share, I mean pictures, videos, tips. And like so many other plant lovers, Alex took his passion to Instagram. Even though I'm not a professional by any means, a year ago I decided to bring my plant love to social media. So I created my one and only Instagram profile, where I go as Paleo Alex with AE 
written the British way. The primary reason for creating my Instagram account was to show all my new plans to my mom, who, by the way, was already on Instagram, who lives in a different country and is not able to visit frequently. I dedicated quite some time to it and I was so surprised to find a huge and amazing plant community on Instagram. I also had my own weekly quiz, which was very successful. I spent most of my time chatting and catching up with my plant friends and exchanging experiences. I was also extremely surprised to see how many people were reacting positively to my content. I gained a lot of followers very quickly, which I'm not gonna lie, was a bit overwhelming at times, but I'm also extremely thankful for each and every one of them. Some of those people are now long distance friends from all around the world with whom I speak regularly and I really hope I will meet in person one day. Plants are fun and the community makes the experience so much better every single day. So I will take this opportunity to thank my close plant friends for brightening up my days with their content and amazing company. You all know who you are. You make me love my hobby a bit more every single day. That's super nice. The online plant community is truly amazing. Okay, now let's go back to Alex's soil mate. Mm, what was it again? Oh, I'm so confused. Oh, right. It was a Monstera Deliciosa. I am so excited about this one, guys. Let's hear how it all started. So back to my soil mate. In February 2021, I was walking home with my partner after an early shopping spree. We walked by a garbage bin where, to our surprise, we saw this huge and very damaged Monstera Borsegiana lying on the cold pavement. Oh my god! There was no second thought. This plant needed to be rescued. This plant needed to come home with us. The idea was to bring her home, clean her up and give her away to friends or someone in the local community since there was not enough space in our living room for her. Or so we thought. After bringing her home, I realized how extensive the damage was. It seemed like someone dragged her on the street for quite a distance. Many leaves were ripped and damaged. The plant had three stems of approximately 1.8 meters each. Wow! However, two of the stems had to be completely cut off. I saved as many leaves as possible, cleaned them thoroughly and put them in vases in order to propagate them. The remaining plant took a good long shower in the bathtub. The soil was completely replaced with a fresh soil mix and was placed back in its original pot, which was surprisingly in a decent shape. Lastly, she was sprayed with neem oil and monitored for any kind of pests for a couple of weeks. That was our adventurous first contact. Wow, what a first contact! That Monstera was so lucky Alex stumbled upon her. Monsteras are amazing. I think I can safely say that we all agree about how stunning they are, right? And he's like, oh yeah. That's probably one of the reasons why they became so popular as houseplants. They just instantly bring their magic tropical vibes to any space. I'm also pretty sure that their high resistance and capacity to bounce back from the deepest traumas also contributed to their popularity. I mean, they are so tolerant of such a wide range of conditions 
They just adapt so well to all the suboptimal environments that we keep placing them in just to satisfy our aesthetic needs. Actually, fun fact! The splits and holes on Monstera leaves are a remarkable proof of these adaptation skills. Okay, the technical term for these holes is actually leaf fenestrations. Let's be thorough. And by developing fenestrations, Monstera leaves can better withstand the heavy rainfalls and strong winds of their natural habitat, which are the tropical rainforests. Because basically, fenestrations allow wind and water to pass through the leaves and then the plant can survive any storm. And then, because of these abnormal leaves, the poor plant got rewarded with the name Monstera, which means strange in Latin. But also Deliciosa, because of its delicious edible fruit. But we, houseplant people, are way more creative than scientists. So we came up with other funky names for the Monstera, like the Swiss cheese plant. Or, in Portuguese, we also call it Costela de Adão, which means Adam's rib, which in my opinion is another level of creepy, even though I can't deny they do look like ribs. Yes. Anyways, let's hear how Alex's Monstera bounced back after he rescued her. After all the cleaning and repotting, the plant was placed in the only free corner of our living room, which, by the way, is blessed with two large south-facing windows. Therefore, apart from all the love and attention, she was getting substantial light as well. To be completely honest, I was not expecting for the plant to survive, since it lost a lot of its roots during the cleaning process. All I had to do was wait and keep watering when needed. Prior to repotting her, I made my own soil mix, which was a light mixture with good drainage. As I tend to overwater my plants, I find such soil mixes perfect for my bad habits. I made sure to give her water after the first 3 to 4 centimeters of soil were dry and I also fed her with some liquid fertilizer. I monitor that by just dipping my fingers in the soil. Many will argue that this is not a proper way to do this and I agree, but it's a way that works good enough for me. Plus, it brings me back to my childhood summers and my dirty playground that was my grandma's garden. Regarding feeding, there is not much to learn from me. I'm not a fertilizer expert at all. I just use an organic liquid fertilizer for indoor plants. After just a month of constant care, the first new leaf started unfurling. This was a successful rescue. And that was the moment when I knew that she's not going anywhere. Unfurling a new leaf after a month of care? That is a total success. Caring for plants is rewarding, but then I think rescuing a plant and making it thrive is another level of rewarding. So Alex ended up deciding to keep the Monstera in his apartment, which is not surprising at all. Let's hear how they got to live happily ever after. The beginning of this relationship was definitely a roller coaster. The plant was so damaged that I did not think that it would make it. However, ever since it started recovering, our journey has been relatively easy. The mother plant went recently through a thrips infestation, but it was nothing that wasn't manageable. I already had a Monstera borsigiana in my collection, 
but it was the first time that I had to propagate cuttings of this plant. Therefore, I turned to my more experienced plant friends like Rita, who is known on Instagram as Calathea and Begonia. Needless to say that with Rita's help, the mother plant started having new growth and all the prop cuttings and wet sticks started rooting and pushing out new growth. Actually, I have a small tradition in my plant family. Every time a plant friend helps me revive or save a plant, then this plant is being named after them. And needless to say that my soulmate has a name too, and her name is Rita. Now that's a cute tradition. Generosity and willingness to help each other out in the online houseplant community is truly mind-blowing. I think it's actually in the nature of people who love to grow things to share their harvest, right? A gardener would always share seedlings, flowers or veggies, and a houseplant lover shares tips and cuttings. You can literally bring any plant-related problem to any platform, be it Instagram, YouTube, Reddit or else, and you will always find someone who went through the same issue and will try to help you. And this is so unique. Let's hear how Rita is doing today and what care tips his plant rescuer Alex is sharing with us. So Rita is still thriving while occupying the same living room corner. She recently started pushing a new stem out of the soil as well. You thought you could contain us. And even though my partner is not very fond of her and he would much rather giving her away, Rita has found her forever home and she is not going anywhere. As for the cuttings and successfully propagated wet sticks, they were all shared with good friends and now many people have a piece of Rita. What a legend! I would say that Monstera borsegiana is one of the relatively easy plants to take care of. I would say she's more of a 3 out of 10 on a plant care difficulty level. In retrospect, I would describe my journey with Rita as worthwhile. I have never felt prouder of a plant in my collection before. All the trouble was absolutely worth it. Lastly, if you have a Monstera borsigiana, I would suggest to give the plant enough light, but not direct sun. If you tend to overwater, use a terracotta pot. Do not forget to fertilize, especially during the growing season, and check regularly for pests. I believe that if you follow those basics, you will be absolutely fine. Awesome! So today's takeaways from Alex's experience with his Monstera rescue. Not only did he manage to bring the plant back to life, but he also made it thrive very quickly thanks to all the tips he got from his friends. I think there's something therapeutic about helping plants thrive. And Alex summed it up very nicely. It was totally worthwhile. And finally, let's take good note of the basics that he suggests. They can make many other houseplants happy. Avoiding direct sun, using terracotta pots if you're a heavy waterer, fertilizing in the growing season, and regularly checking for pests. Thanks Alex, and thank you guys for listening to episode 4 of the Soilmates podcast. Subscribe, rate, and leave a review on Spotify or Google Podcasts, and if you want to play along and be interviewed, get in touch by sending me a direct message on Instagram at underscore soilmates underscore. See you at the next episode. Bye!